is Mind Magic, the podcast all about mood, mindset, and magnetizing the life you want. I'm your host, Hannah Kokovai. With nearly 10 years as a transformational coach under my belt and hundreds of women's lives changed, I've got you covered with science-based spells to help you create more abundance, love, confidence, healing, and more. And yes, I'm going to drop some F-bombs and call them incantations. Fucking get ready to make anxiety, insecurity, and overwhelm go poof. I'm here to show you how to do magic with your mind. Hi friends, welcome to episode 52. Today I'm going to do something kind of fun, I hope. (laughs) I might get emotional, but I think it's going to be fun. It's called the Sweet Baby Squirrel Voice, and it's one of my answers to the age-old question, Hannah, how do I stop being such an asshole to myself? (laughs) Because people ask me all all the time, how do I do this? Because I say all the time, hey, you guys, be nicer to yourself, right? And then people are like, but how? How though? Um, When I'm down and when I'm feeling stuck and I'm just thinking all the nasty things about myself, like what do I actually do to stop being so mean to me? Okay, so today I'm going to tell you one kind of fun and also really effective way that I've stopped being so mean to myself. And it's kind of silly um, and it's kind of, I don't know, <laughs> hopefully it's not too off-putting uh, for for some of you, but it helps me um, to like also not take myself so seriously. And that in and of itself is really helpful for me to like remind myself to not take all of this so seriously. It's just life. It's just emotions. It's just goals. Like it's not, it doesn't all have to be so serious all the time. And we can talk about dead squirrels (laughs) and uh, make those part of our healing journey and be silly with it. Um, But real quick, before I jump in, I have to remind you that As this episode is coming out, I believe it's coming out on Sunday, um, and you will have just a few days left to purchase the Communication Masterclass. So if you haven't heard about this, I released a Communication Masterclass so that you can learn to communicate like a boss with anyone and everyone. Um, Communication 101 and 102 video courses are available for you. Plus you get a communication workbook that I made for you. They're all, all three of those things are available right now for just $20. You need to get on it though, because this link is going to expire on June 30th. So you ready for it? You need to go to www.hannacokovai, that's H-A-N-N-A-K-O-K-O-V-A-I.com forward slash communication. com forward slash communication. Go check it out. If you are having trouble communicating what you want or what you feel or what you need, and you want some help creating a really effective communication protocol for yourself, go and get that. Okay. It's going to disappear on the 30th and it's going to go back into 
the client portal just it just lives inside the client portal for my client my private clients okay so you won't have access to it anymore um if you don't get it by june 30th so if you're interested i made it super affordable for anyone communication we all need better communication right okay up level your skills all right back to the sweet baby squirrel voice so one of the things that i'm really big on is self-compassion, talking kindly to yourself and not being such an ass to yourself all the time. And like I said, people are always like, yeah, that sounds wonderful, but I don't know how to do that, right? I hear myself beating myself up and I don't know what talking kindly to myself actually even sounds like or looks like or how to do it. So today I want to share something, um, just one of the ways that I do this for myself, but I want to share this with this with you. Um, And I've been doing this for quite a long time, actually, and some of my clients know about this already, but I created this, I'm going to call it an idea. I came up with this idea when I was inspired by a YouTube video of a little girl holding a dead squirrel. Now, this is the other thing. I really wanted to actually play that YouTube video, the audio for you so that you could hear that today, but sadly I cannot because it no longer exists. <laughs> and I'm so freaking pissed because it was like really recently deleted or taken down off of YouTube for supposedly violating some sort of YouTube guidelines. But I found this video probably 13 years ago. Like I've literally been watching this video for 13 years. Um, It was actually two girlfriends of mine and I who were like obsessed with this video. And we originally got obsessed with it just because it was hilarious and cute. Um, But I don't know why after 13 years, it's just now being taken down. And I was literally fuming about this the other day when I decided to share this on the podcast. And I went to go pull the audio And it's not there. And so now I'm kicking myself for not, you know, somehow recording it for my own records or something because I just love it and I refer to it all the time and I've sent it to clients before and now they can't access it any longer because it's gone. The link is disabled and, you know, whatever. I was planning to play the audio for you today, but I can't. So sadly, I'm going to have to just explain this video to you and hopefully that will still land uh, just as well. I'll do my very best at that. Um, but the video is called a dead squirrel. Like that's the title or that was the title. If anybody can find it, um, it's a video of a little girl whose dog has just killed a squirrel and the, the father's filming her and the little girl's name is Thea and the dog's name is Ivy. Um, the dog's a greyhound and the mom also at one point comes into the video. So anyways, if you ever come across this dead squirrel video, please, please, please send me the link so that I can have it back. Um, So the video of this little girl, Thea, inspired me to create what I call my sweet baby squirrel voice, which I use to talk to myself when I feel like I need some compassion and unconditional love. Okay. And here's why the video about this little girl um, inspired me. So in the video, this little girl is holding a floppy dead squirrel and she's petting it and she's like caressing its fur and she's cradling it like a little baby. And she's saying like the, the first kind of uh, thing that 
I fell in love with about the video was the first thing that she says, and she's walking around like in her front yard and the dad is filming her and she's just going, sweet baby, sweet baby, sweet baby squirrel. And her father who's filming and her mother as well are both like a little bit put off (laughs) by this whole interaction, like her like babying this like dead floppy squirrel, right? They're like, okay, let's not touch that. Let's put it down. And this little girl, Thea, is like, but why? Like, I want to hold it. And she's walking around with this dead thing. And she's like unfazed by its deadness, right? Like she doesn't think that it being dead is a problem in any type of way. Like it's just a squirrel that was minding its business and got killed by a dog, right? And now she's holding it. And the father even says to her at one point, like, what happened to the squirrel, Thea? And she just says, Ivy, Ivy ate it. Like, just so matter of fact. No, like, emotional outrage or, like, disaster. Just Ivy. Ivy ate it. And now there's a dead squirrel. And she's holding it. And she's, like, looking at it and inspecting it and, like, getting curious about it. And it's no less sweet, no less of a baby, like, to hold and to love on because it's dead, right? No less worthy of Thea's time and energy because it's dead. Like no less sweet, no less cute, no less enough, right? Sweet baby, sweet baby, sweet baby squirrel. And this voice, similar to Thea's, is something that I adopted and I now kind of um, have turned it into my own authentic voice. And I I have to do it intentionally, of course, because that voice doesn't really sound like how I automatically talk to myself in my head, <laughs> right? Sweet baby. I don't really automatically do that. Because after years of being conditioned, right, out of that style of thinking, right, to, to, to not see circumstances as neutral, right? To see that things are mostly bad. That's how I've been conditioned. That's how we've been conditioned, right? Our negativity bias takes over. Like how I usually talk to myself sounds more like, hey, you suck. You're an idiot. What's wrong with you? Like suck it up, snap out of it. You're a fucking fraud. You dumb person posing as a coach. Look at you crying and being such a baby and not doing shit right. Like no one's going to like you. Like that's what <laughs> that's what my voice normally sounds like. Can anyone relate to that voice? Okay, so the sweet baby squirrel voice, on the other hand, is a voice that I have to really coax out with a lot of intention, okay? It's the voice that comes out of somewhere that knows that everything isn't all bad and that circumstances are actually neutral until we have thoughts about them, right? Like, The fact that this squirrel is dead is just a neutral circumstance. The mom and dad's thought about it is like, ew, gross, put that down, right? Get away. And Thea's thought about it is, you're a sweet baby, right? I'm I'm here to hold you. So for me, the sweet baby squirrel voice, it's a combination of like the words that you have heard from others that calm your spirit. And then the understanding of the young child who has the perfect 
amounts, the perfect combination of delusion about the world and pure love and curiosity about it, right? And I'm using the word delusion without any negative connotations. Like delusion is something that we must strive for to be able to speak to ourselves with unconditional kindness and unconditional love. That father might have thought it delusional to have such grace and respect for a dead animal, for a dead, you know, basically rat with a fluffy tail, right? Like it might be delusional to want to be nearer to something so disgusting. But that little girl, she saw the purity in that dead squirrel. She could love it exactly as it was. So the sweet baby squirrel voice is the one that for me sounds like, sweet baby girl, I got you. My love, you are human. Hey, Hanny, I'm here for you. I see you. Angel, nothing has gone wrong. Right? And that voice is much less common of a default. And like, why is that? Because years, maybe decades of conditioning that tells us that we aren't actually enough, right? We aren't actually worthy of love. Only success is worthy. Only a certain picture is worthy. Emotions are wrong. Masculine energy wins. Light a fire under your ass by hating yourself into changing. Humanness is pathetic. All of that and more. And we forget our true voice of compassion and grace. That childlike sense of delusion, wonder, love, curiosity. So to find your sweet baby squirrel voice, you're going to have to tap into that childlike energy for a second, right? That part of you that actually cares for dead and dying things, right? For like unclean things, for messed up things and unbecoming things, right? The things that adult humans, we shy away from those or like close our eyes to, right? Like, have you ever seen a kid get really interested when someone's sad or like emoting really hard? Like someone else is emoting hard and these, and kids like go up to them and they're just like looking and like being near to them, right? And then as adults, it's harder for us to be with people in pain. Like we don't want to see that or we hide that from other people because we're taught that that's not something people want to see, right? So to find this voice of self-compassion and love, the sweet baby squirrel voice, you might need to call on the version of you from way back when, right? And I promise, like, even if you feel like it's been too long, right? Like she is not forgotten. And if it's not you, maybe it's just a version of someone like Thea, like that little girl in the video, that you can learn this from, right? That you can relearn this from, relearn about self-compassion and self-love and unconditional love for all the unbecoming things, all the unbecoming parts. Because frankly, when you're talking to yourself and being so nasty, it's because you're seeing a dead, rotten squirrel, right? You are the dead, rotten squirrel. <laughs> and right now, you see all the imperfections, the guts hanging out, right? The missing limbs. There's not actually guts hanging out or missing limbs in the video, but you know what I mean? Like, you're a dead squirrel, and your first reaction unintentionally is to be like, ew, gross. What's wrong with you? 
get away, (laughs) right? But listen, dead squirrel, sweet baby, you didn't do anything wrong. You were just minding your own business, living your squirrel life, and boom, dead squirrel. That happens to squirrels, yeah? Dead squirrels don't need to worry themselves about like, oh, I shouldn't have been eating that nut or sitting on that bush because then that dog wouldn't have gotten me. Like, no, you were just doing squirrel life. You were just squirreling. That's it. And now you're dead, right? And you're laying there feeling helpless and limp and dead, right? And the person you need to be next to you to pick you up, to hold you close and rock you and keep you safe now now that you're dead and limp and spent, is the little girl who just sees this all as totally fine and normal. Right? What does she say? What does that girl say? She says, hey, sweet baby, I have you. No need to worry. I'm here to hold you. You're good. You're doing good. So the sweet baby squirrel voice, it's like, it's the, it's the, It's whatever feels authentic to you. It's the pet name that you give yourself or the tone you take or the specific to you string of words that you whisper or shout to show yourself that you're genuinely, compassionately, and unconditionally loving you for being exactly as you are now. It's the reminder that you've always got someone to back you, right? It's like, Dropping the attitude and being real with yourself, what's underneath there, like the way that you speak that tells you that you care. And you're like, but I don't know if I do care though. Like, I don't know if I do think that I love myself. And I want you to know that if you didn't, if you didn't care and if you didn't love yourself, you would have stopped listening to this podcast a while ago. Wanting to love you and wanting to care for you is caring, is loving. So maybe the words that you say for now sound like, I'm trying my best to care for you, sweet girl. I'm working really hard on loving you through this right now. Okay? So you care and you love, it's in there. Don't trick yourself out of it. So the times that I use the sweet baby squirrel voice most often are when I'm in judgment of myself, like when I'm in judgment of my feelings or when I'm in judgment of my actions or when I feel really stuck, okay? So like judgment of my feelings could sound like, I shouldn't feel this way. Why do I still feel this way? I hate feeling like this. This is never going to end. What's wrong with me? Um, Judgment of actions could be like, I can't believe I did that. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm an idiot. I suck, right? I'm a failure. And when I'm stuck, it might look like um, you know, being in a thought spiral, being out of control. I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do. I feel helpless. You know, I've been trying at this forever. It's not working. Nothing's working, right? I need help. Like at my wit's end here, I'm stuck. Like we are very cruel to ourselves in those moments. And then those moments turn into days and weeks and soon 
all you know is your own cruelty, right? Like I noticed that I was being really cruel to myself a long time ago. I was getting mad at myself for having anxiety. I was saying that I was a failure. I was calling myself really mean names. Um, and I was, I was beating myself up in my mind for staying in a relationship that wasn't healthy, right? Piling shame on top of blame, on top of stuckness, like lots of cruelty. But I didn't know how to be nice. And one of the things that happened was I watched a video of a little girl unconditionally loving a dead ass squirrel. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot more than sweet baby squirrel, but this was literally monumental for me. And so I just wanted to share this with you if you can take away something and use it in your own way. So like you can do this anytime, but those are some examples of times when compassion and unconditional self-love really, really go a long way, okay? And I hope that you'll practice this during those moments, but you can practice it now in this moment, no matter what, right? And like, The sweet baby squirrel voice is self-compassion. It's self-love. It's self-talk that sounds like you and not some like quote that you read on Instagram. Like maybe it's quote worthy, right? But like people ask me all the time, like how though do you speak kindly to yourself? And the answer is really simple. However sounds authentic to you, okay? So like you can practice it now. I want you to practice it now so that in those moments of extreme cruelty, it's easier to access. Okay. So like practice now so that you can explore what sounds authentic to you. Like the girl in the video, man, I wish I could play it for you. (laughs) But the girl in the video, Thea, like her voice coming out of her mouth and even her posture, like the way that her body is, it's so true to who she is and how she is and what she thinks, right? Like it is so authentic. Like she's talking to this baby squirrel that didn't do anything wrong. And she somehow knows innately that nothing has gone wrong. She's so sure without even being conscious maybe that like nothing is wrong. And it comes out in her authentic use of her words and her tone, right? Sweet baby, sweet baby. Like she's just holding the squirrel lovingly, loving it exactly as it is now, being curious about it, giving it time and energy. Like the fact that it's dead isn't phasing her one bit. The squirrel being dead is just a circumstance, right? It's neutral. That girl isn't like, she's not having a shit fit or yelling at the dog or freaking out. Like she's just being there in the moment with this squirrel. She's even like deflecting thoughts from other people who are making this dead squirrel mean something totally different, right? Like other people are coming in, like dad's over here, like we need to bury it and we need to get rid of it. And she's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stay here for a little bit longer, right? And mom's like, oh, don't touch it. Like it's going to have, it might have rabies or whatever. And she's like, I want to see it. I want to look. The dad's like, okay, Thea, like that's enough now. She's like, no, I, I'm just going to, I just want to stay here with it, right? She's like, even deflecting those thoughts from other people who are making this dead squirrel mean something totally different, okay? So it's just like you, like that's you. You can get curious. You can stay with it. Whatever the pain is, you can stay. You can make it mean what you want. You can talk to yourself like you know that it's all good, that nothing has gone wrong. 
You can hold yourself up with your words. You can notice that whatever you're going through is just a circumstance and you can decide to love it exactly as it is now. You can be unfazed by your failures, but just be there for it, right? You can be intrigued where you you might have been disgusted in the past. You can take time with yourself when you used to try to bypass or rush through. You can do all of this with a sweet baby squirrel voice of your very own, right? So the sweet baby squirrel is what I think about whenever I know that I need someone to make me feel safe, right? That I need someone to stand beside me and hold me and hold my hand and squeeze it, right? Like to not look away or get grossed out or disgusted with the state that I'm in. Like, man, I could really use somebody to say like, it's okay, to notice that everything is actually okay, right? To remind me that circumstances are neutral, right? It's like when I need someone to remind me that I'm just human, I'm, I'm just human. And that I get to feel and let myself feel and have my own back. I need someone to remind me that I get to do that. And that person can be me, right? And I hope that you can be that person for yourself sometimes too. So practice this, do it right now. Like right now, say something from love and curiosity and delusion about what's right and wrong. Say it even if it sounds nothing like you. And then say it again and say it again until it does. Thanks for making some magic with me today. Don't forget to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Hannah Kokovai so more women can begin conjuring the magic they want too. If you want to dive deeper into this work and collab with a certified mind magician, I work with women privately in my one-to-one coaching program that you can apply for right now at my website, hannahkokovai.com. I'm so honored to have been part of your day today, and I'll see you next time.